Hey teachers, Tarun Stevenson here for Karma Classrooms and in this episode we're going to look at five ways that you can manage an escalating student. Come on, let's get into it. Okay, this episode we're going to look at five ways that you can manage an escalating student. By escalating what I mean is somebody that's becoming overly aggressive and demonstrative in their misbehavior. Maybe they're yelling, maybe they're starting to get violent, maybe they're throwing things or tipping desks over you. Not all of you will have those kinds of experiences, but I know some of you work in schools where this is a reality and I want to show you how you can uh, handle these situations with, uh, while still minimizing harm to other students and yourself. Now before we get into it, don't forget to hit that subscribe button or follow button, whichever channel you are tuning in on, and give us a like or a thumbs up, that'd be great and it'll just help the algorithms to get our content out there and help more teachers like yourself. Alright, so the first thing you need to do when you've got an escalating student, now I did most of my teaching in low socioeconomic areas in Brisbane, so West Brisbane and South Brisbane are probably the two areas in Brisbane that have the most uh, challenging behavior. It wasn't uncommon for an escalated child that was getting angry to start screaming at the teacher, to start swearing, to maybe flip a desk over, throw a chair, uh, throw objects in the class, or even start to get physical and violent or aggressive. Now that was just the world that I sort of, I guess, cut my teeth on in teaching, and that's probably where I developed a lot of my behavior management uh, strategies and techniques. But I know that's not the world for all of you, but at some point you will deal with a child that has escalated more than normal, whether they're throwing a tantrum as a little, little child or whether they're getting aggressive or violent as an older child. Maybe you're working with special needs students uh, who sometimes those outbursts or demonstrative behavior can become a reality. So how do you deal with it while uh, keeping everyone safe, including yourself, but also being able to work with the child in a proactive way. The first thing is this, is you need to remain calm. In those situations, they can be scary, they can be uh, very confronting for you as the teacher, and uh, but it's important that you must remain calm at all times. Now, I made a video about this a couple of weeks ago, so make sure you go through my old uh, episodes to look at the ways that you can stay calm and why it's so important. But look, the simplest thing is this, if you don't stay calm, you will actually contribute to the escalation because the more escalated you become, the more escalated they will become. So you need to keep things really low. Talk in a calm, measured voice. Make sure that you are not making quick movements or any movements that would be threatening. Watch your body language so that it's not confronting or threatening. So you stay calm. If you can keep calm, there's a better chance that you'll calm the student down, but it will also reassure the rest of the class that everything's under control. Uh, the second thing you need to do is you need to acknowledge what they're saying. So very often if students are escalated it's because they feel like they've been backed into a corner. They feel like nobody's hearing them. They feel like they haven't got a solution to their problem. And so you need to uh, acknowledge that you hear their distress. Okay, I understand that you are having a hard time right now and I want to help you. But first of all, we need to do it in a way that's calm. If I'm willing to talk to you, I want to listen to you, but we need to maybe go to the door so that we can have a chat. Uh, or we need to just sit down and then we can have a chat. So you sort of have to acknowledge them, use language that empathizes with their situation. I see that you're very upset about this and I understand that you're upset and I want to help you do this, 
but we need to sort of you know do it in an appropriate fashion so that's the the second thing is you need to acknowledge them don't dismiss what they're saying even if you don't agree with what they're saying it's really important not to be dismissive in your language because if you just are dismissive it will escalate the situation further and you won't get buy-in from them if they're in that sort of fight-flight uh, mode of thinking it's going to be very hard for them to have a decent conversation with you if they're not calm and they won't calm down if they don't think you're going to listen to them. So our number three is this, you need to avoid why questions. If a student is escalated, they're already in their fight or flight response. Don't ask questions like, uh, why are you behaving like this? Or why did you flip the desk? Or why did you swear at me? Why questions invite argument. All right, you want to keep things as as, as narrow in their options as possible without making them feel like they are not being heard. And so I like to use a technique that um, basically just elicits a one-word response and you need to steer them towards the outcomes that you want. Okay, uh, what should you be doing right now? I should be sitting down. What are you actually doing right now? I'm throwing the desk around. Okay. Would you like to talk to me? Yes. Okay. I'm happy to talk to you. Can you come to the desk so that we can talk? I'm at my desk at the front so we can talk about it. Keep the questioning to a minimum, but make sure the questioning directs them towards an outcome that you want. Uh, don't get into the whys too much. The whys happen after they're calm. If you can calm them down and they're willing to have a conversation with them, they're back, they're out of their fight flight part of their brain they're thinking more rationally then you can say okay well tell me what was going on why were you getting so angry about this then you can sort of give them a chance to explain themselves but in the moment in the escalation why questions will be an invitation to argument and can cause them to escalate further the fourth thing is this um, is to remove the audience okay if you think that it is a um, a situation where it's attention seeking right um, and you feel that the classroom is becoming uh, an unsafe place, if maybe they're throwing desks or anything, don't try and stop them from being destructive. Don't try and stop them from lashing out or being physical. What you need to do is remove the person that is in harm's way. So, you know, if they're lashing out at a particular student, go to that student and say, hey, uh, come and sit over here. Right? Don't try and confront the student that's escalating and get in the way because you might get a fist in the face or a chair in the face and you don't want that. All right? Or if it's the whole class, if they're just standing there screaming at the class, what you can do is say, class, okay, I want you to get your books. We're going to stand up. We're going to go out together and we're going to finish this lesson outside. What will very often happen is if you can remove the audience or remove the target, it gives them enough space to calm down and uh, they usually won't follow you. Uh, it's I've found that when you remove an audience very often a student that's escalated they're so escalated they, they won't follow you they will just stay there and, and maybe trash the room but they won't necessarily chase you out the door so that's really uh, important and the last thing is this when you get to a point where they start to sort of converse if you're using those sort of single uh, sing, single word answers and you can get them to respond and you want them to do something you can use if then statements so okay if you can come to my desk I'm able to talk to you and we'll work this out together if you can sit down and calm down we can talk about then we'll talk about your problem or what's upsetting you 
okay? And so by using if-then statements, what you're asking them to do is first comply in a very small way to a simple request, and but then you're acknowledging that, hey, I know you need to talk, I know you want something to say, and I'm willing to do that, but I need you to do this first, if-then statements. And so uh, that will help you to get back to a place where they can talk calmly and rationally rather than just screaming at you or throwing things at you. Um, it's really important, I think, and I just sort of tag this off at the end, is to remember this. There is no situation uh, that you need to get into a confrontation with a student um, or get insert yourself into a confrontation unless somebody is in harm's way. All right. If it's property being damaged, just get yourself out of the way, get the other students out of the way, but don't try and stop them damaging property. That's when teachers get hurt. You know, they try and take the chair out of the student's hand or they try and stand in the way of a student that is uh, being threatened. Then teachers end up getting hurt, okay? Don't put yourself in harm's way to protect property. Property can be replaced and the school has insurance. So, you know, get students out of harm's way. Don't buy into the whole thing of when they start swearing at you that you get angry and you say well how dare you swear at me and you start reacting you just don't let it be a thing okay I don't need to worry about a 12 year old that calls me an F and C because I don't lose sleep over that all right and if I can keep my head in the right space I can deal with the situation more calmly the only time that you need to really jump in and intervene is if somebody is in harm's way, so you grab the child that's in harm's way, or if you yourself are in harm's way, you need to step away and move away from the situation. But don't protect property, honestly, uh, and don't get indignant when they call you names because that just escalates the situation. So that's four or five tips that I think will help you in an escalating situation. I know it's not everybody's reality, but some of you teachers have got some pretty rough classrooms. So make sure you stay calm. Watch my video on staying calm if you want to learn more about that. Acknowledge them. Make statements that you understand, you empathize. I understand what you, that you want to talk. Uh, let's talk about that, but let's do it in the appropriate way. Avoid why questions. Why questions will elicit argument. Just keep your questioning to very short, one word. Uh, please come to, can you come to the desk? Yes or no. Can you sit down? Yes or no sort of thing. Just keep it really simple. Uh, remove the audience if necessary. So if somebody's in harm's way, just pull the victim away, don't confront them, and of course use if-then statements. So if you want them to do something, say, look, I'm happy to talk to you. If, if you can do this, then I will talk to you, or if you can do this, then I will give you what you need. If you can do this, then we can sit down and have a conversation. So that will help you to move them towards a better outcome. I, I hope that helps. Now, I've got loads more on dealing with escalated students in my course, Behaviour Management Essentials. So if you want to really dig deep on this, I recommend that you go over to karmaclassrooms.today and check out our video course, Behaviour Management Essentials. We take a deep dive on managing behaviour in highly intense situations, and hopefully that will be really helpful for you. If you've enjoyed this, make sure you give us a comment below, let us know what you thought, and share it with somebody that you think is going to benefit from the content we produce. Until next time, I'm Tarun Stevenson for Calm Classrooms. Thanks for tuning in.